Hey guys, spoilers ahead. Enjoy the video. Hey guys, my name's Tyler. This is The Watchers. <laughs> and I'm Clay. Like Gonzo <laughs> just said, we all The Watchers. This is a podcast where we break down Marvel films and shows and specials, give our thoughts, Ooh. opinions, and maybe even answer a couple of your questions. But tell me, Gonzo, how was your day? Uh, it's a good day so far. <clears throat> um, excited for today. It's Halloween weekend. Halloween weekend. My- some may even say. All weekend, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I get to wear my cow costume tonight. Yes. Have a little good time with uh, some friends. Are you? Do you plan on shaking and baking? I plan on shaking and baking tonight for sure. That's so fun. Um, mentally prepping for tonight. You mentally have to. Prepping. You have to. Eat some carbs. Drink a lot of fluids right now. Yeah. You're going to have to get yeah. dialed. I'm going to have to get dialed because yeah. 25 um, hangovers. They just, you know, they really get you now. They really do. Yeah. It's two days. It's two days. Mm-hmm. Um, staying hydrated, prepping. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so far so good. How about yourself, brother? Good day. Good day. Nice. Um, I feel like at this point, this is a running tradition here on the Loki episodes. Chaboy got a uh, pumpkin spice or pumpkin cream cold brew the size of my face. Um, mm-hmm. Also decided, you know, I had to go get my bagel. Uh, decided, you know, bagel. why not run up another coffee while I'm at it? So I'm also uh, feeling the form. Nice. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, that's, my day my day is going well. I'm excited for the weekend. Not totally sure what I'm doing. Everything's kind of up in the air. Uh, I was invited to a dance party, but for the people that know me, not the biggest uh, get down with it kind of guy. I'll do some line get dancing. Down on it. But... Get down on it. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah. I was really excited to go to a pumpkin patch this morning, but unfortunately that fell through. A little devastated about Damn. that. My heart's in about a billion pieces right now. But mm. what what recouped me from that heartbreak was the fact that I get to sit here with my friend, Tyler, to my left, and we get to talk about episode four of Loki season two. A Some may say it's the best episode. I'm not going to say that. I believe my co-host I, might say that, but yeah, I think I think it uh, it's up there for sure. Um, I mean, episode one's a banger. It, that's a tough argument right there. Uh, episode one or episode four? Are you in that realm as well, or do you have another episode in there? Mm, I I wouldn't put four in the in in the conversation. Really? Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll delve into it. Um, okay, but I mean, don't do not get it twisted. Do not do not do this with my opinion. You know okay. what I'm saying? Great yeah. episode. A lot happened. Yeah. It was bonkers. Um, mm-hmm. Some crazy, like top tier cliffhanger type ish. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I, I this. Remember how last episode you were saying that this ep- like episode three left you with more questions than answers. That's yeah. how I feel about this episode. Um, I'm, I'm definitely won't consider this a filler because a lot happened, but there was just like I don't know. Like I said, we'll delve into it. I have a couple questions in pretty much every single act that I'm going to need you to break down for me, or maybe even the viewers and listeners in our comment section can break down for me because I am okay. a little bit brain dead, so I understand. Yeah. 
bippity, um, a little boppity. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, enough about assaulting each other. Um, are you ready to dive into Act 1? I am ecstatic to dive into Act 1. All right, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> Watchers eSports here talking about Episode 4, Season 2 of Loki. <clears throat> Act 1. This episode starts with Miss Minich showing Ravana the big secret. We see Ravana and Kang working together and being so successful that Kang even compliments her and her work. As Ravana leaves to go to the TVA, Kang summons Miss Minutes to erase everybody's memory, including Ravana's. We see Victor walk through a portal and enter the war room in the TVA. Victor walks out and admires the murals on the wall, but is stopped by B-15, asking if he is the one, but Victor is confused. Loki and Mobius show up to escort him to OB, as, Il as Sylvie also shows up. Victor notices the TVA is using his loom, so he agrees to help. Judge Gamble and B-15 start having a conversation about what the TVA is now and what they should do. Judge Gamble tells B-15 that General Doc's mission was to protect the TVA at all costs. So B-15 just needs to convince her again that the new TVA is worth protecting. Victor meets OB, and he begins to fanboy, and OB also begins to fanboy, and Victor tells him that everything he knows is because of the guidebook that Obi wrote. But Obi tells him that everything he learned is from the book that Victor wrote. Sylvie decides to ruin the party and demand that Obi tells everybody the plan. Their plan is to place the multiplier into the launcher and launch it at the loom to expand the capacity, but the issue is that there is significantly more temporal radiation than out there than there was before. The other issue is that the multiplier just doesn't work, and but... Victor shows OB his prototype machine, which should allow it to work. Um, that right there is going to be Act 1. Um, well, just a couple of thoughts I liked. Uh, at the start when uh, Miss Minutes shows Ravana the, I don't even know, the uh, hologram video yeah. of Kang and uh, Ravana talking. Yeah. Um, I like the little the little dollhouse. It was like a little dollhouse that she was looking at. Like two little mm, mm -hmm. versions of them. I thought that was really cool. And then I also noticed, um, because you know, Miss Minutes wants to be I don't not human, but has wants to be in that kind of like a human form mm -hmm. in a way. And you can notice that she wants it that like human body so bad because she's from what I've noticed from all the episodes, she's always head level mm. with everybody. She's always floating, standing on nothing, you know, when she could just like, it, it makes sense if she stood on her two feet on the ground, you know? So I, mean, I, yeah. I was, she's also um, like a hologram. So yeah, her feet are but fake. Yeah. I, I, maybe that's just like how she, was programmed to be at head level mm -hmm. or that's just her choice of being there. So she feels like um, she's a person talking to another person. She's a person she's talking. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's actually, I I've sort of picked up on that, but it's nice you bring that up. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I pretty much, I don't want to say, I kind of called it that I was that OB and Victor would fanboy over each other. That's in my notes. Love. <laughs> loved that scene um my favorite part is when uh he uh somebody i think loki says obi and then victor's like obi and then loki's like ouroboros and he's like mm. yeah you'll see he it like on your screen right now 
An OB. OB? Ouroboros. All but, startled. Yeah. Uh, that, that is so funny. It was, um, yeah, that was really cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're like, could you possibly inscribe my guidebook? <laughs> Dude, I thought that was The so way good. he said it was so comedy. Can you inscribe yeah, yeah. it next to your portrait? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I was also going to um, – I also looked this up. I don't know if you found this out, but when Victor and Obi are talking and – uh, Obi talks about how he got all his ideas or his intelligence or his ideas from uh, Victor's guidebook. Was it 19th century? Was it 19th century? Uh, Victor Timely. And then that's how, when they start fanboying over each other. Mm-hmm. And then they go through this whole like, wait, so you got your ideas from him and he got your ideas from you. It's like a snake then, eating its own tail. Yeah. And Obi says, it's like a snake eating its own tail. And I looked up that saying, and the name of that concept it's a Mobius is, or- is oh. Ouroboros. Oh, that's a cool little Easter egg. Yeah. That's really neat. Um, I didn't know that. I assumed it would be a Mobius strip, but yeah. that makes more sense. But this also leaves a lot of questions as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what came on first? Who created the TVA? Mm-hmm. Um. Maybe I don't. It's tough to say because it, it's just a shot in the dark, and we'll probably get the answer. But maybe um, Obi created the TVA before Kang even came along, and he was the because when Kang talks about um, condensing the multiverse and making it into one the sacred timeline. Uh, in season one, episode six, um, was Obi controlling the multiverse uh, before that time and had a good system in the TVA um, before Kang and weaponized it. Um, Maybe that's it. I don't know. I'm just throwing shots in the dark. Um, Was the TVA even, was the TVA something else? Before that, they both even came along. Has the TVA always been there? Mm-hmm. Um, just a lot of questions there, and I'm excited to see what answer we get there. Um, and then I also found a little interesting so far in the, um, I don't know, I would say about last episode, but somewhat. But Sylvie's a lot more quiet um, in this season. Um, which I find kind of interesting. I would absolutely she, disagree with that statement. Well, she goes and bursts about like how she's all angry, but that's it. Like she had a lot more to say in season one. I feel like. I mean, yeah. The the also the whole season was based around her and Loki. Yeah, and she was on a mission know. versus now she's dragged in back to the TVA. Absolute yeah. horse crap. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I agree with that if I'm if I were to keep it a centipede with you. Okay. Um I feel like she's just as loud, she just doesn't have as much dialogue because she's not the main character as anymore. Maybe. Maybe. Um I just I feel like there's something cuz we don't even know what happened 
we got when episode one came out we knew exactly we left off right when loki got kicked out of the door or the time door or whatever that's called um but we didn't even see what happened to sylvie right after she stabbed king i mean we did in this season right after she stabbed king yeah she opened a portal and went to mcdonald's and how do we know that's but how do we know that's like right after I mean, I am assuming. I just feel like it. She's she's got all of like the same injuries and like blood stains that she did from the end of season one into that scene. So that and like she she completed her job. She killed the he who remains. So she's like, okay, now it's time for me to go. Maybe have a life. Yeah, and um, I, I also feel like the the end of season or episode one when she's looking at everybody in the McDonald's, uh, and she's like realizing like what she chose. And like mm-hmm. what she decided not to choose, which was like, you know, having a happy family with Loki. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like that wouldn't have been as important if she, it, there was some time gap right there. But it was such a sensitive subject still because she just kicked Loki through that time portal, pretty much uh, closing that bridge, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, that's no longer going to happen. So it just kind of makes hurt. sense that that's where I'm at. But I mean, it is okay. an assumption. So, yeah, maybe she, that was right after. For sure, yeah. I, de- I can see that for sure. Yeah. And speaking of Sylvie, we still even we still haven't even gone to her Nexus event. No. So I wonder if that's going to be a big factor for the last two episodes. Um. Okay. Maybe maybe yeah. episode five will might get that answer yeah. because we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, right now. Um, and then also, I think my last thing is uh. It was interesting to see Victor basically like accept a partnership with Obi. Um, yeah, that was really, interesting. Yeah, it was. I think I, um, because remember we had this conversation about why Victor doesn't have partnerships, and it's because he's the most intelligent person in the yes. room. So, so he maybe sees him as an equal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't even. So, wow, that was a that's a good shout out of you. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. Yeah, that was um, cool. And Sylvie kind of had like a weird concern about it. I don't know if that's going to have a bigger meaning, but still, that's like a that's a weird thing. But I can definitely – it kind of makes sense. Like he sees him yeah. – I mean he basically looked up to him. Yeah, I know? was going to say, yeah, everything he knows about the TVA is from OB. So like – Yeah. 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 <clears throat> but that's pretty much all I got for Act 1, exciting Act 1. But you pretty much hit everything besides two small details that I have. So mine okay. is going to be quick. The first okay. one being, and I feel like I've said this in almost every single video that we've done over the last yeah. month and a half. The intro. Very cool. Very different. The Marvel Studios intro. not The Loki intro is still the same. But yeah. the Marvel Studios intro was incredible. It was mm-hmm. beautiful. It was. I, I, I loved it. It was super, super yeah. cool. I forgot to even uh, say that because when you when we see it in episode six, it's obviously the sacred timeline, and we're able to hear mm-hmm. all these different voices. But when it we get in this one, it's so scattered that yeah. we're just hearing like random distance. so much random distance voices going on. So we can't even um, like interpret of what yeah. yeah decipher what any of them are saying. Mm-hmm. Which I, yeah, that's a cool thing. I yeah I I just I I was in awe watching that. Yeah, I mean what a great way to start it also i'm really loving uh how marvel excuse me 
there we go. Um, Marvel or over the last like, I mean, I guess like they've they've had fun with it in the past, but it seems like they're having a lot more fun with the Marvel Studios intro recently over yeah, the past yeah. year. Um, Especially with Loki. Loki. I mean, you know, we covered Werewolf by Night. That was completely different. Um, I mm-hmm. know I'm missing some other ones that are obviously pretty big. I mean, even this is super late, but how much it's evolved from our Spider-Man breakdown that we're doing. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It, it's it's really cool to see the evolution and how they're having fun with it now. Uh, mm-hmm. Something that I've always really enjoyed, like, even just like, let's say Family Guy, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone's watched. Everyone knows what it is. But like that intro song that they always do, there's like four episodes where something happens in that intro. And those always stuck out to me more than anything else. And I don't know yeah, why. Yeah. It's just kind of breaking that norm. So it's cool yeah. to see them kind of messing with it and having some fun because it it is really cool and it's super engaging. Like I, it's every an intro time... where you can it's an intro where you can put anything in it. Mm-hmm. Correct. Which they it's perfect. Absolutely. It's especially the I think easily the best introduction for like a movie production mm-hmm. company. I would agree with that. Um, I, I just I, yeah. I think it's super cool. I mean, they always stand. I out think to it's me. dope. Yeah. Usually, like, when I'm starting a Marvel movie, like I'll even like I'll be on my phone replying to someone or filling up my water as that's going through. But I started this episode and immediately I was like, "Whoa, this is different!" Like I yeah. stopped everything and was just like eyes glued to the screen. Always something different. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Marvel did you? Did, I don't know if you saw. I didn't see it myself. I saw it on like uh, Instagram or TikTok or whatever uh, that Kang. And Miss Minutes are in the intro, mm-hmm. which I thought was cool. That is cool. Yeah, I mean it's it, <laughs> it shows that they're they're becoming staple characters for sure. But no Loki, still, which is interesting. It is interesting. Maybe it's because he gets his own intro. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and the only other point that I have, because you decided to rob me of all my other ones, <laughs> is that in the like right as the intro is going through, like you're following the timeline, they focus on a rock, and uh, it. I mean, I, I'm sure this is nothing, but the rock sort of looked like the same material that the Citadel is built out of. It kind of has that black and gold, almost marble-looking feel to it. Outside of that, I mean, like I said, you robbed me of all my fun points. So <laughs> Sorry. Go uh, ahead, take it away on Act 2. Hey, you might take all mine in uh, Act 2, so I we'll see. <laughs> all right. Mobius and the rest of the group uh, leave them to work. Mobius implies that they will go for some pie while they wait. Sylvie snaps at him, telling him that he dragged her back into the TVA. And just because time doesn't tick in the TVA doesn't mean that countless branches aren't dying. She also calls him out for not checking out his own timeline, and then storms off. Inside the holding chamber, B-15 enters to ask for Dox's help. But even Dox is surprised she would ask for something like that. B-15 offers that if she is willing to help, they will talk. B-15 walks out of the holding chamber and then tells Hunter D-90 to help Obi keep an eye on Victor. Sylvie ends up uh, in the pie room, which Loki, which with Loki closely behind. Loki tells Sylvie that he asked for her help and she walked away, but she rebuttals saying she is in the TVA now, so she is helping. Unreal. <clears throat> Loki calls out, Calls her out saying that the only reason she, she, is, he, she is there is because she couldn't kill Timely. Sylvie says that Docs is a part of the TVA that pruned all the branches, which makes the TVA bad. Loki asks, uh, Loki asks her what about all the branches that are still around and says that that is because of Mobius, B-15, Obi, and Casey. Sylvie asks Loki what if he is wrong about the TVA 
and if it can eventually be better. Sylvie says that whatever they do, they're st they'll still be playing gods. And Loki says, We are gods. A, a portal opens up in the holding chamber, and Ravana and Miss Minutes walk out. She tells the group that whoever helps her take back control of the TVA will have a place on the timeline if they want it. The only purchase it person sorry the only person interested in taking her up on that deal is x5 so miss minutes turns on the torture machine and begins to kill the rest mobius walks in as victor and obi are able to attach the prototype on the multiplayer multiplier jeez victor asks mobius what he is what he is drinking and he replies a little mobius pick me up courtesy of the hot cocoa machine Victor is very keen of this machine and asks if he can see it, so Hunter D90 tells Mobius he can take him to it. Obi and Casey realize that the tempad isn't sinking, so they ask for Mobius' tempad, but it also won't sink. Bang. End of Act 2. Round of applause out of you. That might have been one of Thank your you. best performances I've, I've <laughs> been a part it. of. That was impre impressive. Appreciate um, it. First point. Okay. Mobius is like, you know, we'll leave let them have some work let them do their work immediately says let's go get pie we've already mm -hmm. seen that once before and i have a it just it really it i don't know the best way to describe this but it just really seems to see it seems that mobius is in a time loop um yeah and i'm, I'm curious to know more about that there's been a lot of fan theories about ob and mobius being ones that don't have places on the timeline that they were created by uh kang and that mm. they aren't variants they are created by him so mm -hmm. they're stuck in this time loop that kang created for them yeah um so i don't know just kind of want to bring some attention to that it was really that interesting. is interesting yeah um <laughs> i worded this as best as i could to show emotion but also not be rude uh to our listeners and our viewers ears sylvie has become a not very cool person no, um, no. We've brought this up time and time again. She is, she will not take accountability for her own actions. Um, even to the point of act one where um, they're talking about the plan and OB says something along the lines of like, blah, 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 this is happening because somebody decided to kill he who remains at the end of time. And she's like still proud of it. She's like, mm -hmm, yep, that's me. Um, and she doesn't understand like what just happened. She snaps on, she snaps on Mobius about these branches dying. The TVA is bad. He's bad for not checking out his own timeline. But none of this would have happened if she didn't kill He Who Remains. How would she not understand that everything that's happening right at that moment, not her fault? I don't I do not get that. I agree. I don't I, understand. Thousand percent agree. It's it's it. It is becoming at this point a repetition that I'm not enjoying of the show, at least yeah. with Ravana. Ravana sucks as well. But at least she mm -hmm. is like pivoting tactics and like doing something. Yeah. She, if, Sylvie is just complaining at yeah. every moment. I'm and sick if, of it. <laughs> if General Docs, like the like she's only using General Docs as an example, pruning the branches. Correct. If that didn't happen, she would find a way. Oh, of I course. Bet, oh, of course. To blame it on Loki. Yeah. Or Mobius, or all of them, mm -hmm. which is unreal. She's mm -hmm. re really starting to piss me off. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, a quick thing: in the okay. pie room, it's all the same pie. Yeah, and I thought that was really odd. I thought that was very odd as well. Um, 
don't really know what that's about. I just wanted to bring it up because I was like, yeah. that's a wall of the key lime pie that they ate. Yeah. Um, Did and- we notice? So when Loki, because I was trying to, I was surprised that we didn't catch that when Loki and Mobius uh, got pie. Because they're in that same room. They're but in the was same it room. all empty? It, there were a lot of empty slots, and it was so out of focus, it was hard to really tell. It was really focused on the characters. So it was hard to see. Um, Are you scheming wait. on something? Uh, yes. I mean, I also... I have another point that I decided to skip over, but... Continue, continue on your point. I'm going to... I just need to see something first before I even say it. But I just thought of a theory, but I'm going to let it. I, I, I don't want to say it yet. Okay. Continue on, though. Um, I mean, the next thing is just how terrifying Miss Minutes has become. She, yes. She looked so happy when she was killing Docs and the group uh, with yeah. the torture machine. Like, she was, like, literally doing a backflip and, like, I don't know. It, it. She has become a very menacing character. Mm-hmm. Um, especially versus, uh, in episode three where they're trying to get timely and she turns into like the spooky ghost monster. She looks yeah. cute doing that. Like she was like, Ooh, yeah. run away. <laughs> but now she's like, I want a human body. Why don't you love me? I love you. I want to rule with you and I'm going to kill people in my way and be happy about it. And I'm like, was Oh my God. Ecstatic. Like she's, she snapped. She was like, yeah. Like this, watching them die. Yeah. That was horrifying. Um, <laughs> and the – I a point that I skipped over in Act 1 because the more I think about it, the more it doesn't make sense. But I'm just going to throw it out there just because I want to. I, I, I am confused on the timeline of the TVA and the aspect of when Loki time slips in the first episode, he goes to the war room, which I claim to be the council of Kangs. So that's how I'm going to reference it for this theory right here. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, I, I know where you're going with this, but there's a, uh, um, a different war room where judge Gamble, general docs are at that, you know, Loki and Mobius are summoned to. Um, and then he time slips. So it's a different war room. And it seems that they opened the portal into the council of Kangs war room. And they're in the a separate TVA. And I can also judge that by the hue that they're using in this TVA. It's a lot more orange. Uh, and B-15 is different. And I, I'm confused on why they would go to this TVA. And I don't know if it's... This is where I'm confused. Is it the same TVA? Or are there two separate ones and they're on a different timeline currently? Is no, that, it's, the sa- it's the same TVA. Okay. I don't know. I really? mean, like I said, it still doesn't make sense to me, but I just wanted to put that out there. Um, okay. But, I mean, that's what I got for Act 2. All right. Um, well, you kind of got a decent amount of my points. Uh, Miss Minutes is terrifying. Loki, I, I put the F word in here. Uh, flipping, humbling Sylvie, finally, a little bit yes. in that dialogue scene. Yes, yes. Um, I really like, I know I've been saying this a lot, but Loki, I think this is the best version of Loki we've seen. Um, and the MCU and then like the, if whatever the normal timeline and then this timeline, I think this is by far 
the best Loki because he's just like so much more, like I said, mature. He's able to, he talks about his brother. He, um, and that, uh, dialogue scene with Sylvie talking about how he thought he was weak when he came back because the humans weakened him, but he actually was in reality stronger. Um, but Loki didn't see that, um, until now. Um, and that's kind of, he's putting those examples out to help Sylvie somewhat understand what's going on. Um, she's still a little, she's got humbled, but still, I feel like thinks it's the TVA's fault, which is wild to me. Um, but that the, and then I had a question where, where do uh, people go when they get pruned? The end no. of time. So that's still there. Yeah. Why wouldn't it be? Well, well the Citadel's there and everything, but like that, just like that waste or whatever is still there. Yeah. Why wouldn't it be? Interesting. So is Ravana going to go back to the Citadel? Very good. I mean, I assume that she wouldn't just like spawn in to the Citadel, but I I assume that there will be an adventure to be taken back. Yeah, maybe. Can we please get an answer on who the fourth statue was? Because that would be great. So maybe we'll get that answer. <laughs> That'd be cool. I would love to know. Yeah. Um, and then I also noticed. Um, it's no, I, I, I it's weird how the uh, writers. Um, kind of abandoned, abandoned the like romantic relationship between Loki and Sylvie in this season. Um, but I honestly appreciate it. I think it might be it's it's good that they didn't put it in because there's so much there's so much bigger things going on. And if they added that in, I think it would just be like pointless or not pointless. It would just be like it wouldn't make sense in the time that they're in or the stuff they're dealing with, which I, I which I, I, I like um, that they did that. And maybe we'll see it um, more in the last two episodes, them getting a little more romantic uh, again, but there really hasn't been that much um, going on. I, I feel, feel like, like they, I feel like they cut that off when, when Sylvie kicked Loki through the time portal before she killed Kang. That was kind of like the nail in the coffin. Like, because remember, she like snapped and was like, I can't believe I, can, I can't believe I trusted you. And so she yeah. like completely flipped. So I feel like mm-hmm. it's kind of more one sided because yeah. um, I mean, I, I actually wait, did I not write that down? I didn't. Oh, I did right here. Um, it, it To me, it seems a little bit more one sided, like Sylvia is not interested but Loki still has feelings for her, and I feel like it's shown by the way that Loki follows Sylvie after she snaps at Mobius versus Loki staying with Mobius. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so I feel but like you can also and argue like he that also, he like, just needs to say. Well, it's like, all, or, like I mean, even when he goes to McDonald's in episode two, there's yeah. it seems like it. He still has feelings for her, but she's like, "You're the last yeah. person I want to see." But I do agree. I mean. I've been a, I'm a, I'm super annoyed. I felt like actually in reality, I feel like this show and season one did really well with their love story and not making it the biggest focal point outside of like a, yeah. a moment in episode four. Um, but I, 
yeah, I'm usually not a huge fan of that. Um, I yeah, think it takes same. away from a big story. Um, and so, so it's, it's uh, yeah, like I like how they didn't really. Yeah, push it, just, for it, it seems definitely more one-sided, in my opinion. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and Loki's not trying to be overbearing it seems and he's it also seems like he might share some opinions that we share with about sylvie about her being a see you next tuesday and yeah uh, a not very cool person i think now it's like low-key i don't know i would much say like loves her i don't even know if he even said that to her in season six or season one but he had a lot more feelings for her in season one Mm -hmm. and i feel like he still cares about her in this season but not in like a romantic way i think he just cares about her like because she is going through all this um because of the choice she made and he's trying to help her see the right way i don't know Hmm. yeah i mean (laughs) they definitely chilled out on it that's for sure yeah because he doesn't (laughs) seem like he really he's like pushing for it like he's pushing for this relationship it seems more like of a friend a friend talking to a friend uh relationship now um but yeah that's pretty uh that's yeah that's pretty much um oh i got oh uh oh here my theory actually I don't I want to say it. I don't know if it's right, but I want to put it out here just in case. When we see we we're talking about the pies. Um there was none in episode whatever that was, 2 or 3, right? 2. 2. Yeah. 2 or 1. 2 or 1. When they go back and when when they go into the pie room. Um there's no pies in that one because we would have noticed it. Um, and when General Docs and all them die or whatever, it literally as they die and the box gets smaller. One, you're muted, I think. No. Oh, it's one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the box gets smaller and they all die. It immediately cuts. I don't know if it's just like a way of filming, but it immediately cuts to Victor getting the hot cocoa. Um, so maybe this is kind of a brutalness, like a weird way of thinking. But what if like that was like how they got their um, their food or whatever from killing those type of people? Like the 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 pie the pies were all filled when all those people died. Um, yeah, the key lime pies were all filled when they, all those people died. And then the hot cocoa machine right after uh, that scene was done. So you're know. saying everybody I, in the TVA are cannibals? Well, they don't know. That doesn't make you not a cannibal. <laughs> yeah, but they don't know they are. But what? that's what you're claiming? Somewhat, yeah. Okay. Some straight yeah. Sweeney Todd type-ish. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'll be honest, boss. I'm not backing you on that, but I like where your head's at. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's just interesting how all the pies are back all of a sudden, you know, when that scene's done. I mean, that'd be a crazy turnover rate. <sighs> that would be crazy. That would be nuts. 
Because they were at war before the TVA or when the Kangs were fighting. So maybe they got all their food and supplies from there. (laughs) Okay, yeah, yeah. That's what we'll say. Yeah. Okay, we'll run that up. Um, Are we ready for Act 3? Yes, we are. Do you promise to not take all my cool points? Actually, so sorry. I have one more point for uh, Act 2. God. It's really quick. X5 is a coward. (laughs) Hope, I hope to God, he doesn't have a turning moment where he all of a sudden changes into a good guy. He needs to die. He needs to die. You know what he kind of reminds me of? What? He kind of reminds me of early Loki. A little bit. Like he's like, he's taken his outs, even though that he knows they're wrong. But he's like, I get to escape. Like I'll side with Ravana so I don't die in the cube. And then maybe I'll try to make an escape out of this. You know what yeah. I mean? He's not he's more a, of he's like a swindler. He, yeah, he's he's good at escaping the intelligence. Oh, no. I mean, you're talking about God level intelligence versus a below beta level intelligence. Yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. I'm, I'm way down here. You're you're up here. You know, like yeah. there are it's levels to this. If I will be a little frustrated if he turns into a good guy. I really hope he doesn't. Yeah. He needs to die. Yeah. Loki or Sylvie. Yeah, I think with I think with the way Loki, I mean, into Act 3, the way that Loki treats him, I don't think Loki is going to let that slide. Loki is going to get it back in blood. Yeah. I need that. Um, but now for, I'm ready uh, for Act 3. Yes. Okay. Sorry. You're fine. A lot of points there. Yeah. You sure did. Um, all right. Um. B-15 enters the holding chamber and is stunned to see that everyone is dead. We see Victor using the hot cocoa machine, and as he turns around to offer it to the guard, he is pruned by X-5, and then X-5 takes Victor back to Ravana. Obi realizes Miss Minutes is taking control of the systems, and so they need to act fast. They run out to the hot cocoa machine, but notice Victor is gone. B-15 tells the group that Docs and the group have been killed. Loki knows that Ravana wants Victor's machine and not him, so they must still be back. They must still be in the TVA. So he grabs the time stick left by X5 and leaves with Sylvie to go find them. Victor is sat down and tells Miss Minutes and Ravana he is happy that they are okay, sarcastically. Mm-hmm. Ravana asks him where the device is. Sylvie gets stuck inside of an elevator, but she hotwires it so she'll finally move and she can catch up with Loki who used the stairs. We get to see the past Loki trying to fix his time slipping, and our current Loki shows up behind him to prune him. So kind of got a, a big answer, or yeah, an answer there. We I feel like we yeah. had that debate over. Yeah. We pretty much had every character, but I'm going to claim that we called it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Loki then proceeds to answer the phone, and it's OB who is calling to tell them to hurry up. He also tells them that he could reboot the system to lock out Miss Minutes, um, but then magic could be used in the TVA. And of course, Loki and Sylvie then say reboot. Yeah. We see Victor stalling for time as he explains what his device does, but suddenly we see Miss Minutes start to glitch out since she's being locked out. Right before he disappears, right before she disappears, she looks at Victor and tells him, Victor, I need to tell you, tell, tell you, please. I need to tell you. You'll never be him. The lights shut off, so X5 leaves the room to investigate, only to be enchanted by Sylvie. X5 enters the war room and distracts Ravana as Loki runs in to grab Victor. X5 prunes Ravana 
and then comes to realizing, not realizing what just happened. Once back, they scan Victor's aura so they can open up the blast doors and Loki volunteers to go down onto the gateway, but Victor says it's his job. Victor gets suited up and takes a couple steps onto the gateway, only to be turned into spaghetti. As the rest of the group is left in shock on what just happened, they see the, lewd impl the loom implode on itself, and then the episode is done. Wow. That concludes Great episode actor. four. Um, first things first. I'm the realist. We didn't. Hey, uh, didn't talk about it in the first couple of acts. Victor is great. I love him. I'm sad that he is gone. Hopefully he's back. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's confirmed that he is in uh, episode four, five or six. We get one more viewing of him, apparently. So. Okay. Tough way to go. Tough way to go. See, I, I don't know. That seemed pretty quick and painless. I don't know. I mean, it looks quick and painless, but, you know, it could be a crazy feeling. But, you know, you never know. It kind of reminded me of Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness when Mr. Fantastic turns into spaghetti. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, well, I noticed a couple things in this act. Um I have some questions for you as well, but the first thing I kind of noticed, um, I pointed to you, I pointed out to you last night, is when Sylvie is uh, fixing the elevator or hacking into the elevator. Uh, I noticed that she's wearing a wedding ring. Uh, well, it's not really a wedding ring, but it's a black ring. It's like one of those silicone ones that people wear nowadays. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Um. It kind of made me think of like, did she marry somebody on that timeline that she was on? How long has she been there? Because we we don't know the the how long she's been there. She kind of looked like she was uh she had a car. She's working at McDonald's. Could have married that dude at McDonald's that she was talking to. Um, and then I really enjoyed the uh, we find I kind of like knew. That this was going to be the episode that we saw who got uh, Loki got pruned to when the elevator started shutting off, mm -hmm. and so I was excited to see. Um, and I was thinking, I was like, "Is he going to prune him, or is he going to try to do something else? Maybe just like I thought he was going to have like a uh, um, I have the word in my head, but I don't want to say it because it's going to be symphony epiphany." Um, Epiphany, sorry. Um, uh, epiphany of uh, like maybe this is the uh, there's a different way of doing things. Um, but he ended up pruning him. Um, and then how or how does Obi know where to call? Was where I'm confused about. There's one phone, and Sylvie and Loki are there. How does he know where to call right there? That's what I was a little confused about. Maybe he just assumed they took the elevator, so he just called the phone on the elevator near the elevator. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I'm reaching. That's that's the best answer. I that's can a give great you. reach. That's a great <laughs> reach, though. It is a really good reach. Um, and then when the power finally comes off or turns off, and Sylvie and, and Loki are able to use their powers, I would have loved 
to see when X5 comes out and sees Loki in the dark hallway. I would have loved to either see his hands glow green or I don't know if his eyes can glow green. That would have been nuts if his eyes were able to glow, <laughs> glow green. But at least his hands glow green. Um, have that like little gloom, mm-hmm. you know? But I, I think Loki was behind him. So I don't think we, I don't think he was, I don't think X5 was facing Loki down that corridor. I think Loki was behind him in the corridor. Well, we saw him in the hall, dark hallway. Oh, I didn't. So I'll oh. just shut my mouth then. <laughs> Maybe it could have been his illusion. Maybe he was behind him. I don't and know. That was just an illusion of Loki. It sounded like, I mean, I watched wearing these headphones. So like I, it's the audio sounded like it was coming from behind X5. Mm. But mm, I, see. I mean, like I said, I'm brain dead. So I'm just going to let you say <laughs> things because you're usually a lot more accurate. Okay. You have some accurate stuff. Don't put your, yourself down so much. Love you. I'm brain dead, but I love you. All right. Here we go. Um, <clears throat> I had a another. Oh, kind of. Yeah, this is my last point. Um. I I think what I enjoy about this episode, and it kind of gave me a little bit of the same feeling, not as much, but a little bit of the same feeling as what happened in Infinity War. And what happened in Infinity War is just a sense of loss. Um, And this one kind of had like a a pretty dramatic sense of loss, I feel like. Um, And that's what I think why people are so ecstatic on this episode is because um, not everybody wins. Um, and that's why um, and it, it brings a lot more excitement for the up-and-coming episodes. And I think that's why I like this episode so much more is because it, you don't know what's going to happen. I have no idea what's going to happen. With Infinity War, we had, barely, we had no idea what was going to happen either. Um, and that feeling um, and that excitement... Um, I really enjoyed, um, and yeah, I'm excited to see Victor again. Apparently you just said that we might see him. So I'm happy that we'll get to see him. And I hope we get to see him, uh, try the hot cocoa machine because he offered it to uh, D90. <clears throat> Tough fair. loss. Fair, fair. Yeah. Um, well, is that, is that what you have for us? Yes. Okay. Yes. That didn't is wanna, it. Didn't want to step on your toes, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing I have bringing up the hot cocoa machine is when Victor offers the hot cocoa to the guard, I for sure thought that Victor like put something in it yeah, yeah, or poisoned it or did something and then was kind of trying to make his escape or maybe he was always like that bad Kang, yeah. but he was playing innocent. Um, and I mean, we never really got that answer because he was pruned immediately after. So we don't, you know what I mean? Um, oh, we got that. It's kind of just like showing like that he's truly good. Like it was kind of just like that was just like the point where like, oh, he's turning. And then, no, it's X5 being an absolute. But we don't know if Victor put something in the drink is what I'm saying. I don't think he did. There's no way he grabbed it and turned around Could've. and did this. Could have put something in the bottle of the cup before it poured. So it's a self-stir, you know? I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a king. I think he would have been a little more intelligent than that. I mean, instead of just in poisoning his, in his, in, 
for him, it was 1v1 versus a Minuteman. And he was like, what's the best way to escape? I'm solo dolo. Let me just kill this but guy he doesn't and bail out. But he doesn't want to escape because he wants to fix his loot. That's why he agreed to help. La-di-da is what he said. I don't know. I, I still think it's feasible is where okay. I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, Victor's mustache. I mean, we've we've been we've seen it since episode three, I guess. Yeah, it's it's federal. It is unbelievable. It is great. so good. We get so a close good. up of it when he's about to like suit up. And I was yeah. just like, wow. Like I paused and really just took it in for what it is. It's full. It's the just, it's the his it hair is great too. I love his hair. Yeah, I do too. <clears throat> um, question. Okay. Episode one. Yeah. When they're trying to fix the time slipping, Loki has a time stick and the clock in his hand. And then he time slips. Okay. Drops the time stick, does not drop the clock. Why? I don't know either. Um, that's a great question. Uh, yeah. It, 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 I don't know. I, I just I thought that was it was really maybe he is reaching. Maybe he like when he time slipped, you know, how he like does all this crazy stuff. I think he does but, exactly this. Yeah. Yeah. But his hand is still gripping onto the clock and then one of his hands, okay. I don't know, time slips or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. let's go of it. OK, OK, OK. Fair, 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 fair. Um, yeah. Quick thing. Insane cliffhanger. Like, this was a season finale yeah. type cliffhanger. Yeah. yeah. Um, the loom. I mean, I've said this already in the beginning, but the loom throughout this entire episode really looks. It, it is beautiful. The best out of all of the yeah. episodes so far. It looks so good. So good. Um, outside of that flashbang that I got absolutely <laughs> skull hammered through. Yeah. Um, and then, ooh, really quick. Excuse me. Did not mean to burp right there. That's okay. Actually, I didn't mean to burp, but not that loud. <clears throat> I'll drink some water. Um, I I saw this um on Twitter. Loki producer Kevin Wright, when asked about a potential season three, says that the series future is open ended. There certainly can be many more stories told within Loki and the Loki world. Um, I didn't write that down, but I wanted to bring that up really quick because I think personally that is the worst way to end a show is to leave it open-ended because if they don't get a season three it's just going to leave more more confusion what they yeah i i I prefer to have them at the producer's table right now figure i mean the writing's already done but british plead at this point to get a season three so they can just button everything up and then call it um i don't know the difficult part for this show, and I kind of realized this was because it's Kang and he's the main villain of the multiverse saga. It kind of has to be open ended. Maybe the TVA and all that stuff will get fixed, but the villain. But is still Loki open-ended. doesn't need to be open ended. Kang needs to be. Open-ended. I agree. Yeah, so, I like, agree. They so can leave. That's Kang what I open-ended. meant. Like yeah. it, it's yeah. kind of kind of be open ended. Yeah. Hopefully not the whole thing. Like the TVA that's what is I, yeah. still in question. Um, that's, but uh, I'm hoping that they don't do that. Um, yeah. I've got two spicy questions. The first one being, so the security systems get shut down. So magic is able to be used. 
um, in the TVA now. And we know from season oh, one. I forgot a point. Yeah. That there is a desk drawer full of infinity stones. Do you think we see someone use an infinity stone? Huh. I'm trying to think. Because I'm sure Obi could develop a device that could withstand the power of an Infinity Stone. So no one wouldn't necessarily have to wield it because the only person maybe that can wield it would be Kang. Everyone else would just get decimated. Um, but Obi could make a device in which they harness the power and then wreak destruction. That's a great Maybe Miss Minutes is able to because she's AI. She's shut down. I mean, no, they can, right? she can get unlocked, though. I yeah. doubt that that was the last we're going to see of Miss Minutes. Oh, uh, no. Um, so. That is a great point and a question. I don't know. And I would like a, to. Uh, maybe those Infinity Storms will come and play for whatever it's going to happen to the TVA at that moment. Yeah. That is, I didn't even think about that. That's crazy. Because I, I, I was just thinking of like, that down. yeah, because it, it's all powers, right? It's everything. everything. Yeah, it's fair game now. Huh. And Loki is super nice with the Tesseract. So maybe he pulls up, grabs that. It's like, bada bing, little bada boom. Like, will the time down. stone come in play? Ooh, the time stone. Yeah. I, I do think... Uh, I mean, this kind of segues into my next question, which is what do you think will happen in episode five? Because yeah. I think with Loki pruning himself, that confirms that I think Loki in that situation is also in a time loop. And so they have to break this somehow. And that's why I, I think you've brought it up previously how Loki in the trailer time slips still into the, the jet ski area. And you're curious on when that's going to happen. I think that the episode five with the low the loom imploding that people are either going to just completely die or they're going to be sent back to their their own timelines and uh they're going to have to find like the group again to figure out what they're how they're going to continue their mission but i think in that process that that time loop is going to be broken where loki begins to time slip again yeah so you think it's going to loop again uh no i think the loom imploding is going to break the loop interesting because if but loki prints himself will still be there or will they go back to i think i think that implosion destroys the tva i mean i, I don't know i don't well, know it, I mean, kind of, a, it, it destroys the entire multiverse as well so it's interesting oh yeah i guess with all the branches yeah i don't know I, there's a, there's a lot of routes that they're gonna be able to take yeah episode well five. i think loki the, the I don't know when it's going to happen. Like you said, maybe it's a. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the thing that I have. Um, that I thought about when this was happening was. Sylvie has Kang's. Um, control or temp pad or whatever that thing is. Temp pad. And that has a lot of power. I would assume. Okay. Uh, maybe that will come into play. Uh, maybe that can control time, like an Infinity Stone. Um, and I think now I think we're it's talking just a more about developed tempad. Yeah. 
Um, but Loki time slipping to the jet ski area. I think they're going to try to, I, I don't know how it's going to happen, but maybe it's going to come into like a loop where they have to go back to where they just started, where Loki pruned them and everything. Maybe, maybe he doesn't this time. That's what I'm saying. Maybe they're, yeah. Maybe they try to clip, uh, try to save as much time as possible. Um, like, uh, Loki telling Mobius that where he came from his past or all that stuff. That's, that's why he time slipped. Um, uh, there's another moment, um, like the elevator scene, like, yeah, what you're saying, um, the pie, that whole conversation. I don't know. I think they're just trying to knock out as much time as possible so they can get it done quickly. So they don't, Victor doesn't turn into spaghetti that time. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I kind of agree with you. I don't. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. Hmm. Yeah, I wasn't looking at it in that at that aspect, because I think the loom destroys the TVA. So I don't think that that. I mean, I guess I've, I haven't thought about that that section. I've thought about more of the characters and what they plan on doing. But I do think that Loki is going to end up pruning himself again, and then he's going to realize when he's in that position a third time that I'm in this loop. I need to I need to break something. So I think he just won't prune him, and then continue, and then we'll see that Loki time slip throughout um we'll see the jet ski scene and stuff like that will it implode will it when it's imploding will it just prune them like we would just prune the entire area i don't think so it's not a time stick it's just a branch of time yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know i mean i'm not a writer there's so many, like, you've no idea. I have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of... A lot of stuff that's going to happen that needs to happen in two episodes. Yeah, I don't... Granted, I'm pretty sure I said that when I watched season one, so... Episodes five is going to leave on, like, a crazy cliffhanger, but an annoying one. You think? Yeah. I think that's... I think I think that was this episode. I think the next two are just going to be button-ups. Maybe, maybe. Um, the only gripe I have so far with this show. Where are the other Kang variants? I yeah. would love to see another Kang. An actual evil Kang. Because we saw somewhat of an evil one. Good or bad, him. And then we see Victor Timely. So far, from what we've seen, he's a good guy. Would love to see like a uh, Ant-Man Quantumania type of Kang. I think that's the open-ended part of this series. I think the end of episode six, it's going to like zoom into space and we're going to see yeah. a bad Kang. And then that's going to be it. And then we're going to have to wait for Secret If that's Wars. it, I'll be a little frustrated. A yeah. little frustrated. Yeah. Um. I mean, the show is called Loki, though, not Kang. Yeah. So. Yeah, that is true. I don't know. I'm just hoping we see at least one. just give me one more, like an evil one. That's three Kangs. That's good. Two, in the one we've already saw. So basically, a new one, just one. You know. It's fair. I see, so. what, I see what you're saying. 
Um, yeah, that that was actually gonna be my question. What do you think happens? But I don't. I I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. Yeah, there's, so a, there's, a, there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah, there is a lot. Um, but you weren't a big fan of this episode. I think Victor no? dying is very insignificant. Um, which I felt like that was a very big thing that happened. Like everyone like was like, oh my God, about that scene. But Victor is Kang and Kang is unlimited. So him dying is like, oh, let me hit the respawn. Well, yeah, it was in... Yeah, it's so, years standard. Like that, just, I think it was just a little more dramatic because he was like a good Kang. That's why it was a little more emotion to it, I feel like. Run back to Chicago in 1898. Grab him again. <laughs> they can't. Why not? I don't know because I don't know what happened, right? What's happening right now? TVA and everything's gone. They can use a temp pad. How how could they use a tip pad when it's blown up, or whatever is gonna happen? Ravana Maybe. can. Ravana's not on TVA. Does she have her temp pad on her when she got pruned? I believe so. Which is shocker. We haven't figured that out yet. Does oh. it? Does the end of time get blown up as well, or implode? I don't even know. I'm not a writer for the show. I got no idea. No, I'm just I was just asking. Yeah. Um yeah, she gone too. I don't know. I don't know. So I I mean yeah, I don't know. That that didn't really like that didn't re- like it the significance of Victor dying versus the flashbang that I incurred. The flashbang was more significant than Victor dying in my life. Um just I mean, didn't do it for me. Uh the whole docs and the group dying and then we don't see any of it also not a huge wasn't super hyped about that um the way sylvie acted in this episode put a sour taste in my mouth so i don't know like i i just this was a good episode a lot happened obviously yeah the freaking loom imploded but like I'd I'd rather watch episode three again. Uh, Yeah, that's right. I can't do that. I'd watch this one. It's episode. I think episode one's still number one for me. Yeah, but that also bangs a little nostalgia. You know what I mean? Because you're just like, oh, my God, Loki's back. (laughs) Yeah, that (laughs) and OB. It's just my favorite scene in that show is why I love the show so much is because when Loki prunes the wall. Just his that just that scene where he's so like terrified. Mm-hmm. That's who's coming, you know. Mm-hmm. That I love. That's what that that. Oh, it's so good. That reminds me of the video I made. <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah. the end of uh, episode four. Excited to talk about episode five. Too bad you won't be here to talk Thank- about episode six. Yeah, sorry guys. No, don't worry, guys. Am, uh, Young boy right here is well, traveling, it, we, but we're going to figure something out. Yeah. Well, we, we will talk about it, but it just won't be as soon as you would It'll like it. It'll be like two weeks delayed, but that's okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Ladies Anyways. and gentlemen, 
giveaway coming up very soon. You guys are low-key killing the sub button, which we really appreciate. Yes. Go ahead and double-check that you have it clicked. Um, next thing being, like, comment, and subscribe. Do you guys I think that the Infinity Stones are going to come into play? Or do you think that that yeah. won't be brought up because we're no longer in the Infinity Saga and that's not very important at this point? Show clips the love that they deserve. They've been banging. So continue banging. to bang them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and let, let us know in the comments uh, what you guys think is going to happen in episode five. Yeah. Um, excited to see you guys. Uh, yeah, excited to see you guys' theories as well. Yep. Um, like, comment, subscribe, share with your grandma, share with your dog. Bada bang, bada mm-hmm. boom. Um, bada bang, bada boom. This has been The Watchers. Sir. <gasps> Peace, guys. Peace. And bug grease.